Jeremy Piven would have been here, but he's out preparing for Summerfest. And if you lose, we will ban you from the Summerfest. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Running like this Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode number 225, and I am your host, Brandon. You can follow me if you choose to on Twitter at BTTG161. If you'd like to follow Dave on Twitter, you can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore mo dave is also here how are you doing this late afternoon early am, evening i am doing excellent uh you've neglected one big thing awesome as always right well i didn't get up to that yet <laughs> well, I, I, thought that's what, to that. I thought that's what i neglected well i guess even something bigger though Yes, even bigger than how Brandon is doing, but we, we got t-shirts again. <laughs> yes, we have t-shirts for sale on Pro Wrestling Tees. Yes, we finally uh, came to a, an agreement, and we are opening it up shop, prowrestlingtees.com slash marking out. Go purchase t-shirts. Go purchase all of them. We all only have them. one up there right now. <laughs> yeah, there's only one up there. It's a... It's a a fine t-shirt i think i just if you're a listener you will appreciate it right i designed it i like it i i would wear it i'm going to wear it and uh if you would well no we will be having more t-shirts this is not the end it's not the end it's just the beginning (laughs) it is just the beginning we're gonna have have a lot more more t-shirts yes not soon maybe but at some point maybe soon maybe we'll see um, but thank you for tuning in, marking out 225. What a week! Yeah. What a week of professional wrestling! So much going on, so much happening in the Out, world. Outside of professional wrestling, even your birthday took place. How was that? It was good, it was fun. It wasn't anything too special. Got to go bowling, so that's all I really wanted. I didn't want to do anything too crazy or anything. Uh, out of my norm. I, so. I, I literally, I, I don't think I can get over the fact that I interact with a cousin that's 30 years old. Yeah. I, it, it's like mind blowing to me. You've interacted with cousins that are uh, 30 and older before? Yeah, but like we're like, we're really close. Are we? Or is it just for the show? I mean, we don't have to go into details. Okay, just check. <laughs> People are like, oh my god, they're lying to us. But yeah, um, no, we are we are lying to you guys. Yes, we're <laughs> not actually cousins. We um, said that on the show before, but we are. Yeah. I could show you the blood work. Can you? I probably can't. I mean, well, I, I could show you my blood work, but yeah, I don't know why you'd want to see it. Um, yeah, we have to go with Maury, uh, Maury Povich for that one. Why? I'm not the father. <laughs> no. <laughs> but to find out if we're related. Oh, yeah, well... Um, <laughs> how could I, I have so, a 30 year old kid? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, but everything went very well. So how was your week? No, no. First of all, cake, no cake, no, no cake. cake. Unbelievable. No cake. No how one, do you have a birthday no one, without cake? You know, no you can buy your own, cake. buy was, your own cake. 
I wasn't going to buy my own cake. I buy my own cake almost weekly. Nah, I was going to do that. It's not true, but there's <laughs> no shame in going to Carvel and buying your own cake. Nah, I looked at the cake and I looked at I Nah, it wasn't worth it. I didn't need it. Why? It's a it's small just, little cake. You just go to Carvel you get a cake. And pay $15 for a cake to eat by myself. Yes, and you uh, can even have them write Happy Birthday Dave on it. No, I'm they, good. they won't know that you're Dave unless you pay for for it with a credit card, so... That's yeah, right. why. That's why. Whenever I get a cake from Carvel, and I'm only gonna be the one eating it, I get like "Happy Birthday, Jeff," or yeah, or "Thanks, thanks for remembering Sally," something like that. Uh, <laughs> all right. So we have a lot of outside the ring news to kick off with, right? Yeah. Let's let's start start off. Uh, there's no uh, no uh, fan questions or comments this week, but in a uh, what an obscure obscure line, not a obscure line, but Something out of the norm for us. We'll start with outside the ring news. Us. Say that again. I don't know what you're talking about. Like you... something that that we don't normally do is start with outside the ring news. But oh, we'll I'm like, with... what news is this? I don't know where you're going with this. No, no, that we're just normally, uh, yeah. Destination America. Let's start with that big announcement that they are uh, they have signed Ring of Honor to a TV deal for every Wednesday, right before uh, right before TNA, I believe. Yeah, on June third, which is a Wednesday, it will we will see the debut. That's next week, uh, the debut of Ring of Honor on Destination, Destination America. America. That's uh, eight p.m. and then nine p.m. We got TNA moving to Wednesdays. So is TNA still going to be two hours? I would assume so. I would assume okay. it's Ring of Honor for an hour, TNA for two hours. TNA's already a tested uh, and proven thing with uh, Destination America, so there's no need to... Are they? I, I would assume so. I mean, it's probably the highest rated thing on their network or something like that. Mm. And Ring of Honor still, there's... I mean, you want to start off with one hour, gradually go to two. Maybe. I mean, it's not really necessary. You don't want to overkill your product. Oh, no, definitely I don't think not. they have two hours worth. Right, definitely not. But like, if it ever got to a point where they wanted to mm. move it to two hours and Ring of Honor was giving us two hours of television content... Uh, then, then it, it cuts it... Then I could see TNA being really... Because then you're going to have two hours of one wrestling and two hours of another. It gets overkill. Yeah, but, not, but that's not even it. It could be different. They can move days, move times, everything. Yeah. So, so now on Wednesdays, you're going to have NXT... Ring of Honor, TNA, and Lucha Underground. Well, not for me, Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground for me is on Saturdays. Yeah. <laughs> so it should be very interesting. Very good news. Um, I, I hope that everything is uh, set in stone, that TNA is not uh, going anywhere. Yeah. So I'm interested to see where this is going to lead to. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the entire signing of Ring of Honor was to prepare for the eventual... Uh, move away from TNA. It would be interesting, but unfortunate. I mean, as for, as per now, they're together for as long as they say that they're together for. So I thought you were gonna say together forever and start singing that song. Yeah, but uh, it poses an interesting thought with uh, WWE's newest signee. I guess you would say that being Samoa Joe. Being in NXT, and I guess also maybe also being in ROH. Yeah, I mean, everything, yeah, they, he's still wrestling at an upcoming show. They did announce the main event, I believe it is, for the, what is it, July 
pay pay per view or pay per view in general for Ring of Honor in New York City, it's going to be Bad Influence versus AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. So at some point, will we see Samoa Joe in Ring of Honor and Samoa Joe on NXT in the same time slot? It'll be very interesting, very cool. Um, Also, following with that, Apparently, WWE is interested in signing AJ Styles now. Uh, yeah, we started so, that rumor on the, the episode last week. Yeah, so that would be kind of interesting. I don't see the need for AJ Styles, but, I mean, why not? If you're willing to splurge your money a little bit, do it up. Yeah. Whatever. Um, WWE also interested in the mountain from Game of Thrones, Half Thor Bronson. Uh, he was at that NXT taping. Uh, well, no, the live event. Pretty, uh, pretty sure that we started so, that rumor as well. Yep, that we probably did. Imagine we really like that's or like news sites got like, oh, we're listening to fan podcasts and probably. Oh, Big Show is out right now. He's what is Big Show doing? I mean, he's he ready to, the movie. But well, thank you for uh, that segue. He's actually <laughs> supposed to be returning for Money in the Bank, uh, so he should be back really? in action uh, June, July. I think he returned to action at their local house show recently. Um, so June, July, Big Show should be back. He was actually advertised for the Nassau Coliseum event, but... So was Kelly Kelly, though. He wasn't there. Yeah, that was... <laughs> that's, I mean, that's... I don't know who did that, which yeah. is funny, because that's where the poster was from. Um, and then, also another return, Brock Lesnar. He's slated to return in July for their Japan tour. Yeah, on July uh, 4th. Can you believe show. that? Can you believe that they have a house show in Japan on July 4th? That's awesome. And, and no, his I, opponent's been saying, announced already, I think. His opponent's been announced? Yeah, he's supposed to be taking on... You ready for this one? Finn Balor? Close. Kevin Owens? Even closer. Then it's Hideo Itami? Ah, oh, you're so cold right now. Kofi really? Kingston. No. Yeah, Kofi Kingston versus Brock Lesnar in Japan. Now you tell me how I was close with Finn Balor. Well, he's signed to a WWE contract. And tell me how I was close with Kevin Owens. Well, he's on the main roster. Now tell me how I was cold. Oh, yeah, well, I guess. <laughs> but that, still, I don't know if, if Kevin Owens is on the main roster for sure. I, yeah, like, that's I, think still... I think he's announced. I think they did announce he was brought up. I think he's on their main roster uh, page now on the website. Which still, like, I, I I'm not special. Yeah, I'm not understanding it 100%, though. I'll, I'm sure I'll maybe understand a little bit more after Sunday, but. Probably. Um, yeah, I guess Brock Lesnar, he does have his Jap- uh, Japanese, uh, Japanese? <laughs> uh, Japanese um, wrestling roots, uh, being former yeah, IWGP think, champion. What was it? The first returning to that venue for the first time since wrestling for them. Yeah, I think the last house show he also wrestled was in 2004. So it'll be very interesting. I guess and it's more than a house show, though. Yeah. This I mean, is, this is the one where Nakamura wanted to wrestle, right? I think. Oh, I'm, I'm uncertain. Yeah, didn't they? Didn't everybody want to see like Balor versus somebody or uh, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan versus Nakamura? Yeah. Right. Um, that's unfortunate. What? Oh, Daniel Bryan's out, yeah. Yeah. Um, Just to run down, I guess Seamus tweeted out a picture of him with a few cast members. 
Uh, Did you actually see him, though, in the film, filming? No. Um, it's a picture of him with B, uh, the per- people portraying Bebop and Shredder of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Yeah. Um, so it's being thought that Seamus may actually be uh, portraying Rocksteady in the I, new film. I assume he is based off the picture that we saw with him and Bebop on set. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm i not going to say yes or no. It's not confirmed. It's not out there. I'm super confused by it. I'm super confused by Bebop as well because he doesn't look like a pig. So Seamus certainly doesn't look like a rhino in this. What are you talking about? Because Bebop is a pig and Rocksteady's a rhino. Yeah, but there are people before they transform. Oh, were they? I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't yeah, know there that were people all. before they transformed. They were, I think, gangsters. Of course. How did they transform? They had the goo or what? Yeah. Either they had the goo or Shredder. It's ooze. We're going to get yelled at for comics people. Or or, Shredder uh, Shredder induced them with the ooze. I forgot. So I wonder if if Rocksteady will turn into a rhino and start looking like a rhino. Because as of now, he's got the, the hair combed down, looking like a beetle, mop top almost. No, no, I haven't seen the photo. Is it the same photo you're talking of? No, I saw a picture that the Daily Mail from the United Kingdom tw- or posted on their website of uh, the guy playing Bebop sitting in the like a coffee shop or something with the purple mohawk, the nose ring and everything, talking with... No, I haven't seen that. Oh, I see that. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and there's Seamus. All right. So... Yeah, no, I see it. I see the transformation. I think I definitely see him turning into the the hog. No, Seamus would be turning into a rhino. No, yeah, I'm talking about the other one. I see the rhino too. I mean, well, well I, yeah, I, as of now, I don't know. I mean, because... I, I definitely see it because, like... I mean, Rock, I Rocksteady was bald, so that's one thing. So, But I guess we'll see. Well, that's why he has the dome like that. Yeah, that's not bald. The hair, yeah, but it, the way that it's shaped... I don't know. I'm not going to look too much into it, but pretty interesting. Uh, something to stay informed about. Right. So, Any other outside the ring news? Uh, I mean, other than at the SmackDown tapings, I, I believe WWE.com confirmed it that Rusev was injured. Really? So, yeah. That's interesting and unfortunate. Yeah, so. I mean, they could still keep him on television, given that he just basically needs to ramble on. Ramble on! Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's. That's all the outside the ring news that we have. Moving, moving on to some independent. Yeah, like we'll get a breaking news phone call. There, this person's doing this on the independent scene. Yeah, we're outside of wrestling. <clears throat> but uh, moving on, we have Five Borough Wrestling on June fifth. Uh, it's being billed as the one year anniversary night to remember. This is the show that we were talking about the other week at the Elks Lodge in Queens, Flushing, New York, I should say. And uh, we're going to be seeing stuff like uh, David Starr and JT Dunn. Samoa Joe versus Papa Don. Yeah, we got Kimberly taking on Tessa Blanchard. We got... Amazing Red versus Talon. Yeah, Val Venus is going to be there. Robbie E is going to be there. Definitely check this event out. It's in... Queens. I almost said Brooklyn, but it's definitely in Queens. Yeah. At the um, Lodge. Definitely check that out. Yeah, for sure. Up next, we have live from Rahway, New Jersey, happening on June 6th at the Rahway Rec Center. We have Pro Wrestling Syndicate 
uh, Supercard 2015, which is also being billed as Mick Foley turns 50, or I guess his 50th birthday bash. Uh, at the last, how many how many of these do you think he's going to have? Uh, how many times is he going to turn 50? No, no. How many <laughs> events do you think he'll go to where they build this? Oh, I don't. I think it's just this one. I don't. No, I don't see any other events doing this. It would probably just be this. His birthday, I think, is the day after anyway, on the seventh. Uh, so there you go. But uh, we're going to be seeing at the last event, the Double Trouble Rumble. We saw Chris Payne and uh, Brian Myers pick up victories in the TV television tournament. So in the in the finals for the for the PWS television title, we're going to be seeing Chris Payne versus Brian Myers. Yeah, I got my money on Brian Myers in this one. I want to see Chris Payne, but actually I'm switching it right now. <laughs> I'm flip-flopping. I'm going Chris Payne over Brian Myers. Yeah, I mean, uh, either way, you? either way, I'm happy with the outcome. Oh, who are you picking? I can't. Who are you picking? It's a difficult answer. Who are Is you it? picking? Who are you picking? Say uh, it. I'm going to say Chris Payne. All right, so that's 2-0 and o for uh, Chris Payne. It's, it's not 2-0. I mean, 0-0 oh, oh for... Myers. Two is not right, but. but kudos to him on his action figure uh, contract. Which I mean, it's not. I mean, yes, yes, it is an action figure contract. It's more of like an old school. It's a doll. Uh, it's a yeah. doll. We, we'll call it what it is. But it's like the old school ones, like yeah, the really vintage from like the sixties, seventies. Yeah, like right, 70s. exactly. I'd say seventies, maybe sixties, probably. Or like the uh, DC comics, they used to have them and a bunch of other. They still do. Um, but that, that's fantastic news. Uh, who else got signed? The young, young Bucks got signed for that. and uh, uh, I think some Ring of Honor people, too. Adam Cole, Briscoes. Really? I only saw. And thought Kevin Steen. Kevin Steen. Yeah. How? Uh, I think they announced it before he signed, but it's part of the Ring of Honor package that they're doing. That's weird. So, I mean, as far as the, the indie talent ones, though, I only saw four, and I'm forgetting the, the fourth. Yeah, movie. they tweeted out a picture of their facial models of Kevin Steen. Did they? And, yeah, and Cole. That's how I saw it. it I didn't really see those at all. Yeah. Um, also, you had the Suicidal Six-Way title match. Amazing Red versus Starman versus Brian XL versus the Drunken Swashbuckler versus Anthony Bowens versus Bobby Wayward. Uh, the Suicidal Six-Way Champion, and a happy belated birthday to Bobby Wayward. Yeah. Uh, we also have the PWS Tag Team Championships on the line. Uh, Handicap Heroes are looking to defend their titles against Aesthetic Enterprise. I'm actually going to be picking Aesthetic Enterprise for this one and Bobby Wayward for the other one. I would like to agree with you. All right. You're also going to be having the PWS Championship match. Mario Bocara versus Dan Moff versus Falaba. So, I'm going Mario. I'm not going to... I mean, sure. If you want to give <laughs> our picks, yeah, sure. I'll go with Mo also. All right. Well, there's going to be plenty of other superstars there for your meet and greet pleasure. You have Larry Zabisco, Magnum TA, Raven, the BWO, Brett, the Hitman Hart. Well, give me a chance, huh? You got Bob, Mo Bob, <laughs> Bob and Molly Holly. <laughs> Who else do you have? You got Jimmy Snooker, Just Incredible, tons more. You got, I want to say Kelly Kelly. It's Barbie Blank now. You got Molina, 
It's Mick Foley's 50th birthday party. He's going to be there. He's the general manager. Definitely go there. You can wish him a happy birthday. Say what up. Yeah, so that should be fun. <laughs> um, also, we have... That's it. Yeah. Uh, coming on the 7th, Sunday the 7th, at City Field, we have Legends of Wrestling. Um, it's a, I guess a big autograph signing and uh, some event as well. We're going to be seeing Ric Flair, Bret Hart, Goldberg, RVD, Scott Steiner, Nasty Boys. They're all signing. Um, as far as the event, we know uh, Brian Myers will be wrestling. We know Dan Barry will be wrestling. Uh, I'm sure some of the legends will be wrestling as well. Maybe Hacksaw Jim Duggan. But uh, you could definitely check this out. It starts, I believe, gates open at 3 p.m. for the, this event. So uh, It should be pretty interesting. Um, yeah, it's something that since, I've, I've said this on the show before, but since, uh, as long as I've been a fan of wrestling, I've always wanted, or as soon as I found out that they used to do shows at Chase Stadium, I yeah. always wanted to see a show at Shea Stadium. Even the the last year that it was um, that it was open, I was like, "Come on!" I didn't have like an outlet like this where I could tweet WWE and be like, "Please, please, 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 do a show at Shea Stadium." Not like they would have listened anyway, but uh, I would have definitely done that, and I wanted to see a show at Shea Stadium. And now that I get the opportunity to see a show at City Field, uh, I think that's fantastic, and I will definitely be there. Yeah, um, will you be there? That's the question. You can, you can be there if you go to the LOW.org, get your ticket. Um, yeah, good times. Let's yeah. keep on rolling. All right, partner. And now let's head over to Montreal Broski up in Canada with the weather update. By popular demand, this is the number one mark, MTL Broski, with your Montreal weather update for Friday, May 29th, 2015. It's going to be a hot and sticky Friday, folks. With a temperature of about 25 degrees Celsius and humidity at 80%, Environment Canada has issued an igloo melting warning, so be sure to crank up that AC. Nobody wants to come home to a puddle. Winds will be gusting at a lowly 10 kilometers an hour, and you can expect a very low chance of precipitation. Leave that umbrella at home, y'all! The sun will rise at 5.11 a.m. and will set at 8.30 p.m. This has been your Montreal weather update. I'm MTL Broski. Now back to Brandon and Dave in the Marking Out Studios. Yes, thank you for the weather update in Canada. I know those summers can be brutal, so definitely keep us informed. E. Yes, uh, definitely. <laughs> what was that? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Very good job. Yeah, thank you so much. Keep Not us too. informed with those weather updates. Moving on to some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Well, before we even talk about Monday Night Raw, I wanted to mention that before the show, Vince McMahon came out and thanked all the superstars that ever wrestled at Nassau Coliseum. And uh, thanked all the fans who ever bought a ticket to a show there, everybody in attendance that night, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, yeah. It's very. I think it was a classy way to kick off, uh, well, kick off the live event. I mean, it wasn't really kicking off the live event. They had stuff before that and yeah, stuff after. But uh, 
it was, it was cool. It's always nice to see Vince McMahon live. And uh, it's interesting that he didn't say divas. <laughs> what do you mean? He, he said, I, I want to thank uh, all the superstars that have ever uh, performed here. Never once mentioned a diva, so maybe. Uh-oh. <laughs> Dirt sheets pick up on that. Yeah, we got to. Yeah, right. Then Vince McMahon comes to us. WWE slaps us with a lawsuit. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're allegedly saying that this happened. <laughs> I mean, it did happen. You could hear. Allegedly. You could hear it. WWE released the video. It's all official. It may have been really. The mic may have not been working at the time. A hundred percent, though. <laughs> Cut off. That. That'd yeah. Be, that'd be. We can't com- uh, confirm or deny that. Right. We. So. Yeah. We can't confirm or deny that he meant to leave out divas. Yeah. All right. So. But uh, then after that, we had Monday Night Raw open up. They had a 10-bell salute, which was nice for all the uh, armed forces, the military. Yes, for uh, Memorial Day. Yes. And then once the show actually started, the Authority opened it up with uh, Triple H, Stephen McMahon, J&J Security, Seth Rollins, Kane. And uh, Seth Rollins basically said that Dean Ambrose doesn't deserve a title shot. And Triple H said that they need something in writing. As of now, that's just a verbal agreement. Ambrose came out to sign the contract. Reigns, for whatever reason, also came out. And Stephanie then said that Dean Ambrose has, till the end of the night, to sign the contract. Yeah. uh, That led right into the match. That I guess, I think Stephanie set up the match. Yeah, Stephanie set it up in the ring uh, while everyone was out there. Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns took on the authority, Kane and uh, Seth Rollins. And uh, Ambrose and Roman Reigns picked up the victory. Yeah, not much to really mention here. It's a good match, though. But uh, Dean Ambrose pinned Seth Rollins with a backslide pin. Backslide or backside? Backslide. backslide. Yeah. <clears throat> it was like out of nowhere, too. I wasn't expecting that at all for that. To... Yeah, I was I thought... a fan of it. Yeah, I mean, you don't always get endings like that. Normally, it's like the quick schoolboy roll-up, one, two, three, but... Yeah, I thought it was a very nice uh, finish to the match. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had Rusev defeating R-Truth. Which, um, which you could just basically say is Rusev crushed. Yeah. So... Yeah, afterwards... Uh, yeah, did you say Rusev defeated R-Truth? Yep. Afterwards, he called out Lana... And Rusev said that he'll forgive her if she just takes his hand. She took his hand, and he said, now he just needs her to admit that she's wrong. And he said it's a typical thing for a woman to for a woman to do. Which, by the way, men stood up and clapped. I've never seen that before. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I laughed, but it's wrong. <laughs> but uh, uh, she, she. I I thought that this entire uh, segment was awesome. It took a it, long time to do that's that. The, I, that's the thing. It did take a long time. I mean, Lana stood up for herself. Um, but I thought it was still – it was a long time to give to them. But I thought it was really – I thought it was done well. Yeah, he was calling her a liar. She called him a liar. And uh, Rusev said that he owns her. And she said nobody owns her. She walked off, Ziggler walked out, and they kissed up on the entrance ramp as if there was mistletoe hanging above. Yeah, I mean, I was definitely a fan of the uh, interactions and everything. But next up, you had Ryback defeating King Barrett. Um, the, the, I mean, the 
what the uh, decimation of King Barrett just continues. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it looked like Bad News Barrett was gonna win after hitting the winds of change. Yeah, he was going for the the bullhammer, except he slapped Ryback, who boom, jolted up, hit a spine buster, then hit shell shocked. One, two, three. End of the match. I don't understand this huge push they're giving to Ryback, and I don't understand this huge. Why was um, why, what what wave? Ryback is still up here doing stuff. Bray Wyatt, where's Bray Wyatt? Yeah, Ryback was in Bray Wyatt's way. Where is? What? Like, come what on. What was he in the way of? We still don't know. Like, the dude's not even in the Intercontinental Championship match. I don't understand. The dude, as in Bray Wyatt's not. Ryback is 100% in that match. But moving on from that, we saw up next Neville defeated Stardust. Damn, uh, I gotta say, I love, I still, I don't understand how so many people are, not so many people, because I don't think it's that many. But I'm seeing people not liking Stardust's gimmick, and I think it's excellent. I think it's a nice change of pace, and I think we're really seeing a lot of the how um, different and how good of an actor and how good he really is from promos to in-ring charisma to everything. I feel like he's really going far and beyond to show it to us through this ca uh, character. It's just and It just sucks because... Week after week, when does Stardust win? Stardust is becoming the new Dean Ambrose. Without, yeah, without the Ambrose hype, actually. Now. Yeah, I mean, well, I hope, hopefully it turns around. I mean, uh, him and uh, actor of Arrow, uh, the WW, uh, WWWB show, Stephen Amell, uh, they've been having a little bit of altercations back and forth on Twitter. So uh, Stephen Amell showed up to Raw. In the front row, Stardust made his entrance, did his little uh, walk across the barricade, jumped down, got right in his face. They did a little bit of a stare down. Uh, and then he gets in the ring. The match pursues. Uh, it was a good match. Yeah, Bo Dallas actually came out to cheer right. on Neville. Yeah. And uh, Neville won the match. He hit the red arrow. And Bo Dallas got into the ring and said that Neville needs to Bo leave. And yeah. then drop kicked Neville's bad knee. Yeah, I thought it was. A, and the selling from Neville's behalf is still awesome. Yeah. For selling the leg. Um, and then post, after this, the backstage fallout, Stardust was interviewed. And he was just going off on Stephen Amell saying how he wants him to come to Raw because how he knows his true identity. He knows that he is the arrow. Well, and he goes Stardust, and Stardust must be the only person because when they showed him up on the screen, everyone's like, who? Yeah, um, and uh, what do you mean? Nobody knew who he was. They were like, Arrow, what does that mean? Green Arrow. Yeah, nobody knew that. Everyone, nobody cared. I don't know. From rewatching it, it seemed like a lot of people cared, and it's getting a lot of talk on Twitter from what I'm seeing. What about BuzzFeed? Is it getting picked up there? I think it may have. I don't know. I'm going to have to tweet um, BuzzFeed later and tell them we got a t-shirt. All right, let them know, please. I'm going uh, to. Yeah, but I'm, I'm looking forward to... I think Stephen Amell is supposed to show up next week on Raw. I'm looking forward to it. I am a fan of Arrow. And I like the fact that Stardust is intertwining his gimmick with comics. And his inability, like his character's inability to say that Stephen Amell is an actor, but he is like actually the Arrow, like in his mind. So I really like what Stardust is doing. And I think it's going to be very, I think it's going to be fun to watch next Raw. 
have um, can start. I mean, not Stardust. Stephen Mel is his name. Yeah, Stephen Mel. Do you see him working a match at all? Um, he it's potential. I mean, maybe I. It would be cool. He did put out a tweet saying he's uh, putting acting on the side and whatever, and he's starting to learn wrestling moves. So who knows? I mean, Arrow is on a season break at the current time. So they just finished up with season three. Season three? Yeah. Wow. I thought the show just came out. No, The uh, the Flash just came out. Flash just finished season one. That's crazy. But Arrow's been around for a little bit of time. I suggest every if you're a comic book fan, definitely check out Arrow. CW. Yeah, CW. Uh, no, WB. It's not WB still, isn't it? CW now. Oh, is it CW? Yeah. No, I always confuse them. Yeah, I no. Mean, it's WB. WB. Yeah, it used to have that that old jingle. You remember it? The frog right. used to sing it. Oh, I. <laughs> I thought for sure I was going to be able to get you to sing it. No, I, I remember. I know. I see the logo. Wait, you know when he used to sing on the WB? No. No. Well, anyway. Yeah. After that, we saw Sheamus defeat Dolph Ziggler. Lana was out on the entrance stage uh, watching Dolph Ziggler's match. And during it, Rusev ran down to the ring. He got on the apron. Ziggler super kicked him off. But I guess that distracted Dolph Ziggler enough. Where as he turned around, boom, bro kick. Yeah, it's kind of interesting though because Alana is she's very emotionless towards Ziggler, how he was getting beaten down and everything. And yeah. well, I mean, she's, I mean, talk about the post match. I mean, she, yeah, Rusev got into the ring and attacked Ziggler and locked him in the accolade. Yeah, during and that Rusev, I, what was Rusev yelling like? Oh, he was yelling at him. her, yeah, kiss him and everything like that. Um, but she was very emotionless. No, like, don't stop. She didn't even say anything. She was just like deadpanning him. So it was kind of interesting. I mean, I don't know. Is it, is it just weird to me that she didn't say anything or say like, maybe it's, there's no, please don't do that to him. Is it because she's Russian? Maybe. I don't know. What do you think she's rushing into? Do you think she's rushing it with Ziggler? I mean, I don't know. They kissed on the first date. That's true. Maybe they're moving too fast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so next up you had the, uh, John Cena U.S. Open Challenge. Yeah, before Um, that he was cutting his little promo. Well, even before that. Well, no, 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 no. Let me just, let me talk about the promo first. Well, let me talk before that leading up to that. Well, no, because no, because I was going to talk about his actual promo about how he was talking about Kevin Owens. He was talking about Kevin Owens and how during their match on Sunday, it may not be let's go Cena, Cena sucks chance. Instead, it's going to maybe something like let's go Cena, fight Owens, fight. And then Cena issued the open challenge to which now you can go. Okay, well, before that entire Cena promo, the Entourage were, uh, the cast of the Entourage were backstage with none other than Zack Ryder. Uh, thought, they were showing. I thought you were going to say Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. No, uh, and they were talking to the divas at some point, but it was really E and Zack Ryder. They were trying to, it seemed like they were coming to a plan, and then Zack Ryder pulled them all into the locker room to kind of get them on a game plan, and E was trying to convince him to do something. So leading up to this, no one knew exactly what they were trying to convince him to do. 
Of course, every. Although I had an idea. <laughs> well, everybody was. I I really I thought they did, but honestly, I could easily see them doing Matt wrong too. So I so so I was really hoping that everything was going to play out the way that it did. So John Cena. So next thing we see is John Cena doing that open challenge. Entourage hit the stage. Yeah, uh, Cena asked mixed which reactions. One of, yeah, I don't understand. A lot of people were booing. I was like, why are people booing? I, I actually can't wait to see the movie. I don't, I'm, dude. Like, I I rewatched season eight, and I'm I'm sad that it's over. I'm sad that season eight's over. I'm like, it's one of my favorite TV shows. I mean, you guys got me hooked on that. Yeah, I was such a fan of that. We, we watched like two seasons back to back, pretty like straight through uh, before. Yeah, or season one or something. No, we probably watched more than one season straight through. Probably. Um, but they go on to introduce Zack Ryder. Yeah. Uh, the crowd went nuts. How is it being in the live crowd at that time? Was it I, crazy or? I've heard it louder. Okay. I think it was the loudest I think I've ever heard it for Zack Ryder was at Survivor Series 2011 when he ran down yeah. after that Ziggler match. I guess maybe more people were hoping. I mean, if you didn't want Zack Ryder, maybe you were hoping an NXT wrestler. Like Waller. Finn, oh. Yeah, like Finn Balor. <laughs> Or even Kevin Owens would step up again. Or, yeah, no, well, I don't, most likely Finn Balor. I don't think anybody wasn't expecting Zack Ryder because there were tons of "We Want Ryder" chants then. Honestly, so. like I heard it too. I heard it from watching it, but I, I mean, come on, we know it wasn't. It wasn't they, like they had Beth Phoenix losing her hometown. We've seen. I mean, yeah, but so did Zack Ryder. So <laughs> uh, be at Nassau Coliseum and not be put on the show. Yeah, but this so, was like. But then you had him on the show with the entourage cast so I, could, I i was i could have seen them even hit the ring and then kevin owens attack him on the ramp before he even makes it to the ring for the match i couldn't see that because rusev basically did that with Heath slater so we've seen that before where we've had wrestlers attack i mean look how many dqs are on a card yeah but still i mean it does i don't know but anyway john cena went on to defeat Zack Ryder. uh this match was good yeah, it was a Great. good for 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 a four minute match. I think this was the most excited I've been for watching a pro wrestling match in general in a long time. I've been falling off the pro wrestling uh, turf a lot. It's been very dragging to me. It's been time consuming. Is it's it, been. Is it also fire breathing or? No, it's just been not. <laughs> it's not. It's not entertaining enough for me. It's very entertaining for a lot of other people, but it's just not enough to kind oh, of. Oh, Mister Too Good over here, huh? It. No, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of other people that will agree that the product that they're putting out there, just it's not worth your time. Unless you're a diehard that you're not going to do anything else, it's not worth your time. So for me to sit in front of the, the computer and see uh, Zack Ryder in the match versus John Cena for the U.S. Championship, a title that he has previously held, I was on the edge of my seat because I wasn't too sure if there was that slight – I mean, I knew he was going to lose. Dude, but there's always you, a slight possibility that he can win. You texted me and – well, oh, yeah, hold, I, on, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just – let me first say – let me first say. I was to Long Island. I was going to be marking out forever. I'm sorry. You say if you were if, – if he won, you were going to drive down? Yeah, I would drive down to celebrate. What a mar. I mean, Chris, Chris – I was talking to Chris. I told Chris, I'm like – Dude, if he wins, I'm I'm gonna have a heart attack or something. Chris said, if he wins, he's leaving right after. He's not sticking around for the rest of the show because nothing's. Why? Oh, because nothing. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
for him, his head probably exploded after that. But Ryder went and hit, went to go hit the Broski boot, but Cena uh, moved out of the way and eventually hit the setup for the five knuckle shuffle. And before this match, you texted me saying, "Why is it that I could see the cast of Entourage helping Zack Ryder win?" Yeah, here. Cena is going to do the five knuckle shuffle. Kevin Dillon runs into the ring. I'm thinking, oh my god, his text message—it's coming true. They're helping him win the the, the title. That was the schoolboy. Uh, yeah, Kevin Dillon got out of the ring. Boom, schoolboy one two. Boom, kick out. I I, I, was I on jumped such, so high off of my couch. <laughs> I was on such like. I was on such a roller coaster here, man. I know, even though like, and it wasn't like. Randy Orton versus John Cena at WrestleMania for the title. This is the most ex- – I wasn't even this excited for any of the WrestleMania matches. Like for this, maybe because we have a personal investment with it. Like I was like – I was marking out completely. Um, I, I thought for sure after that quick roll-up. I really thought that quick roll-up. And then Cena went to hit the attitude adjustment and Zack Ryder reversed it into an unprettier. Oh, I was going to say the Impaler. No, it's the Unprettier. Isn't that the Impaler? Impaler's a DDT. Is it? Yeah, Impaler DDT. Oh. But right. And then, then he hit the Broski boot and Cena kicked out of that. And it's like every moment here was like, how, how did Zack Ryder not win? He, he even hit the, the Rough Rider. He did. And then, I, then, I, the then, crowd. Yeah, then he blew it and went up top for 450, <laughs> which that was even mind-blowing yeah, to me. I think I was right. What? I think originally it was called the Impaler, then the Unprettier, and then the Kill Switch. Oh, and then they changed the Impaler to the DDT, maybe? Yeah, I think that's why. Yeah, I think it was originally the Impaler. Yeah, well. But after Zack Ryder hit the Rough Rider, he went up top, hit the Fort Well, missed the 450, which that I couldn't believe that I saw him even attempt a 450. Yeah, that was awesome. But, uh, and it was a really nice 450, too. Yeah, if Cena didn't not didn't move, and and he actually connected, that's like a a picture perfect four fifty. Oh, completely. And but Cena moved and got up and hit him with an attitude adjustment. But uh, it was nice. Cena pulled him up and uh, celebrated with him in the cast of Entourage. Mm-hmm. That was some nice nice little respect there. And then uh, they all left. Cena was in the ring alone. Kevin Owens came from the crowd with. Uh, and and basically hit Cena with the pop up power bomb. Yeah, that's probably when Chris's head exploded big time. Probably now I'm confused. Now I don't know if it was used to be called the Impaler. I think it was back when it, he was with the Brood. I think it was the Impaler. It might have been. I, mean, I it was kind like of a long time ago. Yeah, I kind of feel like it was. Yeah. Um, all right, so that was a lot of fun to watch. Um, uh, Kevin Owens, everybody, kind of a perfect moment because it kept. A lot of the L.I. crowd was on their feet already. They could have still, they, but they still could. If they just gave Zack Ryder the title, then that match on Sunday would not have been about the championship. It yeah. Like, the match isn't about the championship as is. So, you go have that match. Boom, one, two, three. Ryder wins hometown. Last title match ever in the Nassau Coliseum. Crowd goes wild. New U.S. champion. Crowd goes even more wild. Yeah. Kevin Owens comes out, boom, hits Cena, crowd erupts, freaks out, freaks out. That's the thing. I, I saw so many different possibities. I mean, I saw that Entourage could could help him win. 
I saw Kevin Owens could help him win. Yeah, but unfortunately, John Cena won. Zack Ryder lost. But moving on from I'm, that, I'm okay with it though. I mean, I, I mean, am. And, too, I mean, I would. But... We would have. I would have loved to see Matt won, but then to see him uh, with his hand uh, arms raised alongside the cast of Entourage, with the, which are um, he's a fan of, and with the movie upcoming. And with John Cena in the ring too, I mean, I I was couldn't be more happy for him. You know, before we even move on, I guess we might as well go back to that Triple H and Stephanie thing at the beginning, or not? Well, towards the beginning with the cast of Entourage, because that's oh. a, a part of that. Small part of that is opening up the show this week, because I thought that was hilarious. So Jeremy Piven was in the ring with uh, Mr. Chow. Um, yeah, a few years ago. Yeah, a few years ago, and they were talking. They were hyping up SummerSlam and everything like that. I forgot who they were in uh, in was, the ring it with. Was Cena and Miz. Cena and the Miz. So they were hyping it up and everything. And Jeremy Piven goes, uh, brings up in uh, Summerfest instead of SummerSlam. So it was a big botch that everyone was talking about. How he didn't instead of SummerSlam, he said Summerfest. So of course, I guess. Um, Either he was a fan, Kevin Dillon, either he was a fan or someone said, hey, it would be really funny if you said this, which, I mean, it could easily have been that. But whoever did, it was a great one-liner. It, it sucks, though, because at, when I was actually at Raw, he said, oh, Jeremy Piven would have been here, and then I just couldn't hear the rest. Yeah. So that's why when I got home and I called you and you said – and I said, oh, by the way, what did Kevin Dillon say about Jeremy Piven being there? And you said – No, it. no. I, I think I told you. No. I think I, I said how funny it was. No, I asked you. I said – I was like, oh, I remember I, – I remember hearing oh, – no, yeah, I did. I asked you. You didn't ask? Yeah, I did. I, I, I said – no, you told me after yeah. I asked. No, no. I, I told you. I, I was saying what how – I thought it was really funny that he says this. No, and then you, and then you said, so. oh, that's what he said. I couldn't hear because of whatever. I don't think that's how that story goes. Yeah. But if that's how you want to play it, okay. Yeah, I mean, you even said that's what you, you don't think. So that means that you don't know. So you're giving it a slight potential possibility a little bit. Maybe it did happen. No, I was saying yeah. that – no, I called you and I said, oh, by the way, what did, Jer did, what did he say about Jeremy Piven? I mean, if you think that that's what happened. That's 100% how it happened in my I mean, head. So. If you think so. Um, but, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. So, and, and, then, and then the cast got kicked out of the office because Turtle mentioned Ronda, Ronda Rousey. Rousey. Yeah. Um, definitely in a very Turtle-esque way. <laughs> it was um, what? I saw WrestleMania. Yeah. So, all right. Um, that was awesome. And then after this match, they had Tamina. Defeating Paige. Not not at all the kind of Divas match I wanted to see live. Yeah, there was one moment of the match that I really frowned upon, and it wasn't even involving anyone in the match besides the referee. It was Naomi. Uh, she chose a certain spot to hit Paige while Tamina was being distracted by the referee. But the spot that they chose, and she chose to attack, the referee was, it was pretty much full view of the referee and one of the Bella twins actually pointed it out saying is the referee blind how did he not see that yeah so that was very and I thought that was stupid on Naomi's it's, it's, part it's unfortunate and Tamina's 
I mean, uh, Tamina, maybe she could have turned the referee a little bit. Referee could have turned his back a little bit, and Naomi should have picked her spot a little bit better. Yeah. Other than that, nothing really happened in the match. No, nothing to, to take won. away from it. Yeah. yeah. It's like I have no interest at all seeing Tamina. So. Yeah. But up next, we saw New Day come out. New Day? New Day. It was really cool listening to their, their theme song live. And hearing people chant along, like, new day sucks, new day sucks, like, is, I don't know, I can't repeat the way it sounded. Yeah. And it sucks, I went and watched, went to go watch it on TV, it's cut out. That's they went weird. to the commercial break, so. It was, um, like, the coolest thing I ever heard, it was like, oh, I, I would download this right now if, like, they released this on iTunes with the fans cheer, cheering or chanting, whatever. But uh, they, they came out to speak about how unfair their match at the pay-per-view is, or the network exclusive, whatever you want to call it. Kane then came out and made a 10-on-3 handicap match for the night, which I yeah. think, I would assume is the first time it's ever been done. I'm unsure. I mean, it, it was pretty much a, yeah, I don't know, I feel like I've seen it before, but it was New Day versus The Ascension versus Cesaro and Kid. Versus Los Matadores, Lucha Dragons, and the primetime players. New Day picking up a victory. For whatever reason, it was a DQ victory as opposed to a no contest since all the teams started to fight each other. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't get how it was a DQ and not a no contest. Like, they started by knocking down Woods, but almost instantly they were fighting each other. Yeah, but so. I mean, for what they put on after that uh, that. The, uh, the Ring of the Bell, it was very entertaining. It definitely it got a lot of people excited for this match at Elimination Chamber. Yeah, and it left the crowd hot with uh, Cesaro and Kid. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had the uh, Authority promo in the ring. Yeah. Um, I mean, before that even, earlier in the night, we saw Dean Ambrose uh, attack j j Security backstage after they got in his face. Uh, during that, he... A camera guy got, he felt somebody on by his back, turned around, punched him, felt bad about it, punched the camera guy. Later, after that, we saw the camera guy walk into Triple H's office with Dean Ambrose in there already. The guy pressed charges. Dean Ambrose was arrested. Footage. By NYPD. Yeah. Yes. He got arrested by the New York Police Department. For whatever reason, on Long Island, uh, not Nassau County. Footage from the Nassau from a uh, Nassau Coliseum employee was uploaded to YouTube because that happens, mm-hmm. and they saw that it was Rollins that pushed the camera guy into Dean Ambrose. Uh, then that's when we saw the authority in the actual ring. And uh, they were saying how Dean Ambrose is no longer there and won't be able to sign the contract in time. Therefore, he will not have the title match. Roman Reigns came out, attacked the authority. He was outnumbered, though. Uh, And Dean Ambrose appeared in uh, the police truck and drove it right into the arena. He attacked the authority with Roman Reigns and then signed the contract. Now, who let him drive that? Well, he, he cut a promo afterwards. Or no, was it on... Yeah, he cut it on SmackDown, saying, "Well, they even he has friends all over the police department, so they let him." Oh, die. but that's still. I, I don't know if that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why NYPD was there. 
Yeah, maybe it really it was on loan. Maybe. Well, I guess let's flow into the uh, let's flow into SmackDown. Well, I didn't even want to say that yet. I just wanted to say that when I was actually at Raw, I was uh-huh. confused as to why there was a huge gap between the entrance stage and the fans. Normally, it's more centered. I feel, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess I don't. I that's what I, I assume. I really, really feel like that it's more. That there's some, there was a giant gap, and then the truck came out, and I was like, "Oh, that makes sense." I don't know that there's still other things like why was there only one commentary table? Like when was the last time we saw that? I don't know. I feel like don't they usually do that? I always assume that there was two. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I, I think it's been. I think recently it's been only one. Maybe I just don't pay attention as much. Yeah, I think that it's recently it's only been one table at Raw. I don't know, but SmackDown, moving on to that, Dean Ambrose opened the show and spoke about how he was arrested on Raw, and uh, he was saying this story about how he was wondering how he'll escape from jail, but then thankfully the footage of Rollins hitting the camera guy into him allowed him to get out, which, would you even, that's like a lawsuit right there, by the way, isn't that, is that wrongful, wrongful arrest? Or no, maybe not. No, I don't know. Ask a lawyer. Yeah, I don't know. But he spoke about how the NYPD uh, are big Ambrose fans, and that's why he was able to drive it, which was still... Yeah, so... NYPD, I, I don't... Come on. Next next up, you had a Lumberjack match. The Lucha Dragons picking up a victory over Cesaro and Kid. Awesome match. I didn't understand why it was those two teams... In this match, but yeah, it was a, a damn good match. I I didn't get it either, but it got all the tag teams involved. And I, was, I, I also I thought this is what should have been on Raw, and then what happened on Raw should have taken place on SmackDown. Um, nah, I I don't think so. I don't I think, I think so. I think so because I don't know. I thought because then it's like then it's really like oh us against them. Like the three of us versus uh, the ten of them. Uh, I mean, it was still happened. kind. Of, it was still like that. I mean, because they were on the opposing side, and they kind of cost the Cesaro and Kid the victory. I don't know why they were. I don't know if they were helping Lucha Dragons or they were just trying to um, mess over whoever. Yeah, I don't know. But I, during the match, I really, I really liked seeing uh, the interactions between Kalisto and Cesaro. Yeah, definitely for sure. And, at one point, Cesaro lifted Kalisto up by his neck and then caught him into like a suplex position. Yeah. I, I, I can't believe I. My, I feel like my, I've seen my, that. But every time I see something from Kalisto and Cesaro and Tyson Kidd and Sin Cara together, like my mind just like blows. Like yeah. at one point, um, I don't even know how to describe this, but when Kalisto, Kalisto like reversed. Cesaro was going for like a backdrop or something, and Kalisto landed it into an elbow into Tyson Kidd in the corner, and then went to go run into Cesaro, and Cesaro launched him. But Kalisto did like a 450 drop kick roll through thing to tag in Sin Cara. Mm-hmm. I, like my mind was blown. Man, it's very entertaining to watch them uh, go at it. Uh, next up, you had R Truth defeating King Barrett, which. Kind of makes Bad News Barrett look bad. Yeah, I don't get why they keep on doing this to King, uh, to King Barrett. Truth brutally lost to Rusev on Raw. 
And then now he wins against Bad News Barrett? Yeah. It's like Bad News Barrett was on Raw. It's just the wrong way to hype your Elimination Chamber match. Right. For I the just, IC title. I don't... I don't There's understand. no hype behind it. Uh, there's more, more hype behind it with the tag team match as opposed to this IC. There's no hype at all. So what am I really looking forward to with the IC title? Nothing. Uh, next up, you had... It, it is still something cool, though. Nah. I mean, yeah, I yeah mean, but there's no storyline with it involving all of them. There was, there's no... When, when was their interaction right, with just, Ziggler just, and R-Truth? They're just small little storylines intertwining together. Yeah, it's, it's I, a I just, cluster mess. I didn't understand, though, that... I mean, yeah, Bad News Barrett went to hit the bullhammer, Truth ducked, and eventually hit the lie detector. Yeah. I mean, here's your intertwining right now. Afterwards is when Sheamus came out, hit Truth and Bad News Barrett with bro kicks, but other than that... Um, um, next up, you had Ryback defeating Rusev by DQ because Rusev used the ring post twice yeah, after the referee said, no, don't use it again. I don't get that. Yeah. I don't. Um, I mean, it's a ring post. You're there. It's yeah. There. I don't. I don't get why Rusev cannot defeat Ryback. Right. He. I mean, every time that Ryback versus, uh, faces uh, Rusev, Rusev always loses by DQ. I right. don't get it. I. I did like that. There was a lot of like, I'm strong. I'm strong. Things. You know what uh, I mean? No. Like, oh, Ryback, I'm strong, but Rusev's like, I'm strong, and like they go, they go to like knock each other down, but they stand up still. Yeah. And then they try and get each other down, but they're still they can't do it because they're both strong. And they get up again. Yeah, but I liked it. And then after the match, Rusev threw Ryback back into the steps, and yeah, I wonder if we're gonna have a new Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, no, right. That's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, talking about jokes, Paige picked up the victory uh, victory over Naomi. How is that? Speaking of jokes, because this, this it is, is a complete joke. The way that they have been misusing Paige. Well, uh, considering think, where she was and where she is now. In what sense do you think this was not using Paige correctly, though? I think Paige should be in the top of the division with the title. She I is. Are you kidding me? She's in the match on one Sunday. One of the Bella Twins is the champion. Yeah, okay. There's a match on Sunday to determine whether or not Paige will be champion. Yeah. This, this is the match that I wish we saw on Monday. Yeah. The, the, this match was enjoyable to watch. It wasn't enjoyable to see Tamina Snuka wrestle. And I liked, at one point, they had, uh, it looked like Tamina was going to get onto the apron to try and cause a distraction. Paige went and kicked her off and then, like, ducked Naomi's clothesline or whatever. And Naomi went to go hit her with a running crossbody. But Paige caught her with the rampage and then won. Yeah, I mean it was a good match. Yeah, and then the Bellas and the Bellas came out and clapped afterwards. Yeah, and, kinda, and Paige Paige was stuck in between the two of them. I I don't know. I mean, who are we supposed to be cheering for in this? I'm. Aren't they? I'll be cheering like for Paige. Tweener? Are they all tweeners or heels? I don't know. I the the way that they painted the Bellas out of nowhere, the Bellas flipped. Yeah, so no, they they're became, heels to me. No, they became faces. I don't know. In my mind, they're still heels. I Naomi don't and Tamina heels. are the concrete heels, and Paige is the in-betweener, even though people were cheering. Yeah, I don't... And I have a feeling people are going to be wanting to cheer for Paige a lot more than Naomi or the Bellas, so... Okay. But up next, we saw Michael Cole interviewing Kevin Owens in the ring, which uh, I don't understand them saying that Kevin Owens has only been in WWE now for two weeks. 
I think given I, given that NXT is WWE. So. Yeah. Well, they consider them two different entities. Yeah, but it's the same company. Like, I mean, just I, that he made such a huge impact on the main roster already. Yeah, and uh, Kevin Owens said that it's John Cena who has something to prove to him, and not Cena or not Owens having to prove something to Cena. So yeah, it was an awesome promo. Yeah, it was very nice. well delivered. Uh, great job with him preventing Cole from asking the question at the end. I was a big fan of it. Yeah, it's nice that uh, it's so surreal seeing Kevin Owens on WWE television. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, next up, you had Ambrose and Reigns picking up a victory by DQ over Authority again. Uh, yeah. This what? That's funny. We both said. Yeah, no, it was a good match. I was there was one spot that I was really big fan of where was it at the end or no? Uh, yes, the end um, exchange between Ambrose, Kane, and then later Rollins and Reigns was that was awesome. I think I'm thinking of the Rollins Reigns one uh, where there was the Superman reversal into the like almost neckbreaker swinging neckbreaker into the almost swinging neckbreaker. Yeah, that where yeah. Reigns punched him in the back of the head. Yeah, and then Reigns hit the Superman punch and J and J security attacked him. Yeah, I thought that exchange was was really a lot. Yeah, of fun. that was that was really awesome. And then Ambrose hit them, but Kane had New Day for whatever reason run down to attack. And then um, Ambrose got out of that, took out New Day, Kofi Kingston. That was awesome. Went to jump off the top rope, and boom, got hit, taken out midair by a Superman punch. But yeah. uh, but then Rollins and Kane ended up once again attacking Ambrose and Reigns and. And it's SmackDown on top. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. All right, so we got a pay-per-view upcoming. Yeah. Uh, let's go through the matches, shall we? Yeah, let's move on to the Elimination Chamber that will be taking place at the American Bank Center in Corpus Christi, Texas. Uh, nice surprise or kind of a burden that they added this. Either way, could why be burden? Because it's like, oh, I gotta watch another pay per view in two weeks. So don't. No, I'm going to stop I, watching. This is this. I'd rather this is, watch this. This is a very enter- I mean, this is a lot better than a lot of the other pay per views that. That's they what put I'm on. saying. I'd rather have watched this. So I don't, than I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know why this is a burden. Because it's like, come on, guys, you shouldn't have to have a pay per view every two weeks. That's that's bull. I don't, I don't think that's a burden. Of course. All it right. Is. So so let's kick off the card. Yeah, well, before that, even the, the pre-show, we're going to be seeing Daniel Bryan on Miz TV. Oh, yeah. So what what will happen there? Nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's get on to the actual card. Neville versus Bo Dallas. I'm going with Bo Dallas. All right. I'm going Neville. Right now you're going to win. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go with Kevin Owens versus John Cena. I'm going it's John just, Cena. Yep, just a plain old singles match. I'm going with Kevin Owens, even though I know better than that. All right. We got Nikki Bella defending her championship, the Divas Championship, against Paige and Naomi. I'm going to go with Paige. I'm going with Paige as well. I thought you were going to pick Naomi here. Uh-uh. I, I, would, I would really like to see Naomi win. But, so, yeah. but I can't see it. I can't see her championship reign selling anything or doing anything for yeah, anyone. Yeah, that's completely true. 
Up next, we have the very first ever Tag Team Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Tag Team Championships. Uh, the New Day, we don't know who the champions will be there for that match. I was hoping that all three of them were going to be in this match. Uh, and I see there's no point for them not to, because but whatever, that's WWE. But New Day will be taking on Lucha Dragons, Los Matadores, Primetime Players, Tyson Kidd and Cesaro, and The Ascension. I, damn, I'm just going to say New Day. Yeah, I think New Day are, is going to, that they're going to retain the titles. It's probably going to come down to Kid and Cesaro and New Day, something like that. Yeah, I mean, you know some people are going to get taken out pretty who, early. Who's the first to back. go? Who's first to go? Kalisto or is Kalisto too much of an asset here to pull off crazy moves? First one to go? Yeah, what do you mean? Is it going to be a Matadores? That's what I'm saying. First one eliminated. It's going to be Matadores. I wonder if how that. I wonder how that works. If like, is it one fall for team or is it two falls per team? I guess we'll find out. Yeah, and then uh, we have another first, the first ever Intercontinental Championship match in the Elimination Chamber. We have uh, no current champion. Oh, I guess that that's probably why Daniel Bryan's a special guest before the show starts because mm -hmm. he was the former champion. But we have Sheamus taking on Dolph Ziggler, taking on King Barrett, which is the first time I've said King Barrett, which is now the second time I've said that on the show today. Regardless, who's your pick? We should have said that way, way more, <laughs> given and, that we have a shirt that says that's regardless, one. which is now two. Versus yeah, R-Truth, versus Ryback, versus Rusev. I am going... Sheamus. With Sheamus. Unfortunately, I'm going with Sheamus. I'm going to say fortunately. I say unfortunate because I don't... I, every time I feel like we see Sheamus champion or Bad News Barrett or King Barrett champion, it's just like, no. There's no, like nothing I'm a, happens. I'm a, I'm a fan of Sheamus, but it, but I don't watch wrestling on a weekly basis like you do, so I'm okay with it now. I'd rather see somebody like Ryback or Dolph Ziggler take the title. Yeah, I'm, I'm good on both. The, Ziggler doesn't need it right now, but and Ryback, Sheamus, I don't want to see that. Sheamus doesn't need it. Sheamus is that bad guy that's, boom, bro-kicking everybody to everywhere. Yeah, I'm going with Sheamus. And who did I pick? I picked Sheamus regardless, which is now three. Yeah. Who would have thought that we'd start saying regardless, which is now four at the end of the show? Yeah, but, but don't forget to go purchase man. our uh, t-shirt. ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. Buy uh, it. Our main event. Please buy it. Our main event of the evening, I assume the main event of the evening, is the WWE World Heavyweight. Oh, damn it. <laughs> the main event of the evening will be for the WWE Championship. Seth Rollins taking on Dean Ambrose. I am sticking with Seth Rollins. Yeah, there's no way Seth Rollins is losing that title at this pay-per-view. Uh-uh. Yeah, there's, there's no way. Maybe so. maybe Money in the Bank. No, probably not Money in the Bank. Nah. They'll probably lose it at like Survivor Series or something later on. Yeah. Or SummerSlam, maybe. Yeah. Bang, bang. Bang, bang, Bobber. But that's the Elimination Chamber... Network exclusive pay-per-view, quote-unquote. Uh, and just buy our shirt, please. Yeah, do it up. Have fun. Buy it. Dave. 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 Any shameless plugs? Dave's not here, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shameless plugs. 
Thank you very much to the following people for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling. Go follow Jason at JLinick, Jasmine at Reverse NMSage, Evan at Evan Bordner1, Eric at Montreal Broski. You heard him earlier, our favorite Canadian weatherman. And also, don't forget to go check out Team Awesome, run by Lorenzo. You can go follow them on Twitter at Team Awesome 418. Also, go like them on Facebook, facebook.com slash Team Awesome 418. If you have an Instagram, go follow him on there too, instagram.com slash, can you guess it, Team Awesome 418. So thank you very much to everyone for promoting us and uh, pushing us and putting us over. Also, don't forget... If we haven't mentioned, please go buy a t-shirt off ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. Uh, it is a, the regardless t-shirt, and that's one. So we will be putting up new t-shirts at some point, but it's going to be some time. So buy this one for now. Buy a few of them. Buy more than one of them, definitely. Brandon, do you have any shout-outs? Hello there, this is Randy Newman. And I'm telling you that you got some shout-outs from Brandon. Nassau Coliseum gets the first shout-out. Uh, I have no clue what the place will look like once whatever is happening to it happens after Billy Joel closes it and they renovate it. But as for now, there will be no more wrestling there. As Vince McMahon said, this was the last ever wrestling event, but I gotta have faith. Maybe they'll run some NXT shows or something. You never know. Yeah, uh, only time's gonna tell. We've attended so many events there. Do you have any uh, favorite show that we have attended, or you have? Uh, dude, I don't know. Taylor Swift probably up there. Okay, all right. Sum SummerSlam 2002 is up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, SummerSlam 2002 was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Taylor with... Taylor Swift? I'm going to go with... I don't know. Probably 1991, I think it was. Uh, house show. Where I got to see Bret Hart versus Nails. Ultimate Warrior versus Ric Flair, I think. Uh, but you don't a few think, other people. You don't think Taylor Swift was a good event? No, it was good. Okay. But, uh, I, again, the place, I mean, everybody knows it. The place was a dump. But yeah, uh, even, it was. even though it was, I'll, I'll, I'll probably, I'll miss going there. Next shout-out goes to The Who and Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. I saw them on Tuesday at Barclays Center, and uh, it was awesome. Yeah, they had a good set. Yeah, it was a mix of uh, some classic hits. And uh, I think the Who sounded way better this time than they did when I saw them in 2013. So very cool. Yeah, my, I got my parents' tickets for that in October. Yeah, Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena. Yeah, so. I, I settled for Barclays Center, but it was a, it was a really good show. So yeah, all right. And uh, Billy Joel is the last shout out. I don't know Billy. Yeah, who knew that Billy Joel would be mentioned twice in uh, the shout outs, but. I saw him on Thursday at Madison Square Garden, which was his 63rd time, I think, playing the Garden, and the 17th 
on this Madison Square Garden run. And it's, I believe, the show before he ties Elton John's record there for most concerts ever played. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so it was a great, great show. Uh, if you're in the New York area, Billy Joel plays Madison Square Garden every single month, so definitely check that out. It's seriously, it, I mean, there's artists, he's in his 50th year of performing, so, I mean, yeah, the keys are different, but the voice is basically the same. There's artists, out, cool. there's artists out there where their voices are just like, oh, God, that does not sound like what they're supposed to sound like, but Billy Joel's sounds almost exactly the same. So if you're a New Yorker, if you're coming to New York, pick a month, go to see Billy Joel Madison Square Garden. It's a must. And now it's time to move on to our, our. That's right, our marked out moment of, of the, the week. week. Remember when we all recorded that together? Yeah, we were many, like, many moons ago. We all had to sit down on the same microphone and say week, and you kept saying month, and I was like, David, it's not the marked out moment of the month. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, that just proves, ladies and gentlemen, that Dave is in fact a liar, because that story never happened. And that just proved that Brandon is a liar because that story did happen. No, it didn't. Besides the story that he just told, which was a lie. The beginning part of the story was <laughs> was true. Yeah, and the, then month... the way that it finished was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> really? So... <laughs> You're right there. So our markout moment of the week this week, before we... <laughs> Mark out moment. <laughs> it's like now. No, the mark out moment. Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday. No, no, no. But okay. but seriously, the mark out moment of the week before we all. No, I. <laughs> regardless, all right, regardless, week. that's five. I think definitely goes to uh, Zach Ryder and his match versus John Cena and his entire moment at Nassau Coliseum to uh, wrap up Nassau Coliseum with WWE. Yeah, it was uh, one of the very last few matches that ever took place there. And uh, it was the, the last title match, so that was definitely awesome. Yeah, that is the last. Zack Ryder is involved in the last ever title match at Nassau Coliseum. Yeah, unless they have a a title match for New Kids on the Block since their tour is the main event tour. Oh, so. uh, well, well. Which is clearly a joke. They're not wrestling. They're singing. Oh. Uh, so, but uh, aside from the, the whole Zack Ryder saga from this past week, uh, I got to say for Billy Joel, I've been for the longest time, no pun intended, uh, wanting to hear. Uh, uh, yeah, wanted to hear the longest time. Uh, <laughs> wanted to hear that played live and uh he performed it live last night and that was fantastic to hear so uh, there's seriously go see billy joel and uh thanks nassau coliseum for the memories yeah and thanks for tuning in to episode 225 <laughs> of marking out don't forget to go check us out on facebook facebook.com slash marking out Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash Mark and Al. Go and follow that, Brandon. 
I was going to say M-A-R-K-I-N-O-U-T. Yes. And Brandon, twitter.com slash. You can B-T- just say at BTTG161. And go David follow. at Dave the Rave underscore M-O. And you can go purchase our t-shirts, Pro Wrestling Tees, slash Mark and Out. No, no, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mark and Out. Yes, What's the, the website's Mark. what? Say it. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mark and Out. Right, and that's funny. M-A-R-K-I-N-O-U-T. You can't do it. M-A-R-K-I-N-O-T? Well, yeah. Yeah. See, if you do it faster... You could sing it to the tune of the Mickey Mouse Club. This way, it, oh. it works. Okay, yes. give it a shot again. Well, M A R M. Yeah, see, now, of course not. But I wanted you, I wanted the exercise was for you. Oh, I got you. M A R K I N L U T dot com. That, hey. That's how it goes to the tune of. We wish you the, the best of luck in your, your future, future endeavors. endeavors. Have a great week. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mark and Regardless.